thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And uh, guys, it's been a crazy, crazy month, hasn't it? As we prepare for the Wellness Summit. Now, actually, when you guys listen to this, we would have actually gone through the Wellness Summit by now. But uh, for us... And it will have been awesome. It, um, it definitely <laughs> will be awesome. What <laughs> summit you've ever been to. <laughs> it's right. That's right. It's uh, it's almost sold out, I think. It's, uh, it's been a great, great event. I'm looking forward to it. But, um, you know, the last couple of weeks have been uh, challenging for all of us. I think we've been... Uh, all of us have had uh, stuff going on in our lives and as we prepare for the summit. Mm. But, um, you know... As lives gets busy, like, you know, crazy, crazy busy, um, we get challenged not just by time, but also by family pressures and, uh, and, and putting priorities in, in order. And sometimes what happens is that we, we kind of get them all mixed up. And uh, so we thought we'd dedicate a whole episode on, you know, creating values and setting up our priorities. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's a, idea. it's a really important topic. And it's, it's one that's really come up for me just recently. You know, I've been really forced to sort of really analyze my priorities and have a good look at where my time's being spent and what I've been doing. And, uh, and it's been really enlightening for me to actually really sit down and analyze, you know, why I do what I do and, and what, I, what, I, what, I, what is driving me to do what I'm doing. Um, and that's forced me to really have a close look at what my values are um, and then compare that to, um, I guess, you know, what my behaviors are being and, and where I'm actually spending my time and what I'm actually doing and, and whether that's congruent or not. And, and, you know, as I was having a close look at that, I realized that it was really, you know, really out of whack. Hmm. Well, let's, yeah. let's evaluate that first. Let's talk about what the definition of values mean to you. Let's, Brett, like, let's talk because you've been evaluating your values. I know I've been valuing my values. If anybody's listened to the Inside Champions Mind, um, yeah. you know, but like, let's talk about the definition of values. What does values mean to you, Brett? Well, so I guess values, you know, when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about things like uh, family. You know, I'm thinking about things like relationships. I'm thinking about things like, work you know i'm thinking about the wellness guys i'm thinking about my sport i'm thinking about, you know, i'm thinking about all the different aspects of my life i guess um and i'm thinking about you know how i actually prioritize those and i guess you know when you start really delving into it and thinking about it and thinking okay well you know if i had to lose one of these like if i had to cut out one of these then which one would it be like how would that affect me you know if it was you know if I just wasn't able to do the wellness guys anymore, how would that affect me compared to, you know, perhaps one of the other values on the list? And so, you know, when you really start analyzing it and really start delving deep into it and thinking, well, what would that look like if I, you know, if I did, if I couldn't do that, which of these do I really put at the top of the tree? What is the absolute truth for me? What is my absolute sort of non-negotiables? Um, then, it, then it forces you to have a completely different look at it. And, and particularly, as I said, when you then compare that to, what you're doing in your daily life and, and see, you know, what am I actually, given those values, then what am I actually spending my most time on right now? What am I actually spending my most focus on, my most energy on? Um, you know, then it really forces you to look at that list and, and figure out whether you're being congruent. And as I said, I, I discovered for me that I really wasn't being congruent to my values. And, and that was a big wake-up call, a, a very big wake-up call for me to realize that I just wasn't being congruent with those values um, and that I needed to change that. 
What, whether you like it or not, one of the things that most people don't realize is that values themselves actually、um, dictate how we function on a day-to-day basis. So some people, some of us will、um, be consciously. Uh, consciously know our values, and then we'll use our values to drive our decisions. But most of us, I would say,、um, are driven by our unconscious values. So values that you didn't even realize they were there in the hierarchy that they are there.、Uh, so in the order that they are, and then basically you make your decision based on those hierarchies. And those hierarchies are based on could be from your parents or from your friends or from your education or from your experience, and you basically order them in a way randomly. Uh, well, not randomly, unconsciously, I guess is probably the better word.、Um, and then you make, basically make your decision based on that. And this goes in terms of health and wellness as well, guys. Right? Because this is like, for example, if you have a value for health, for example, or、um, eating clean. You know, green food, for example, you're not when you have a choice of whether to take that cookie or not. You're going to have that higher value of no, I'm going to be healthier or stay, you know, stay in raw food type of thing. Then that's going to make make that、um, distinction or decision easier for you. So those values do dictate every single decision in your life, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and I guess this is the big realization I had was that that I had some values, and I guess I was kind of thinking of more as drivers. I don't know whether they're values, but but you know. What was actually really driving me、um, wasn't my values, wasn't my core values. You know, I was.、Um, I realized that I was being driven by a need to feel like I had to prove myself to other people.、Um, you know, whether that was,、uh, you know, my parents, whether that was my partner, whether that was my family, my in-laws.、Um, you know, I realized that I was really being driven to prove myself to other people and. And you know, I was doing that in a way, in many ways, that was congruent with me. You know, I was doing things I'm really passionate about, and you know, whether that's the wellness guys, whether that's my work, whether that's my, you know, all the other things that I do, that they're all things that I love and that I'm really passionate about and that I really want to do.、Um, but because I was being driven by that external motivation, because I was being driven by that that feeling of wanting to prove myself, wanting to impress myself, wanting to be right all the time. Um, I wasn't doing it in a healthy way. I wasn't. I didn't have a healthy balance, and I wasn't getting my priorities right in terms of you know work, family, relationships. You know, I, I just didn't have that order right, and I wasn't focusing the energy where it really needed to be focused and where it really matters.、Mm. It, they're all really good points, but I think for the listeners' sake, in、uh, determining your values, there's two ways in which you can determine your values. I think the first thing. And this is a very,、uh, very poignant point in my life when I was asked to do this. The first thing you got to do is write down the top five to ten things that you hold closest to your heart. So you got to write them down on, on paper. You can't type it. You've got to write it. It's really important because you've got to feel it. And there's a there's a lack of feeling through a keyboard. I've got to tell you, but you've got to you've got to write them down on paper with a pen, not a pencil, and write down the top five to ten things. That mean the most to you in the order that they mean the most.、Mm. Then the next thing you've got to do, because what Lawrence alluded to before is your unconscious or your subconscious values. Then you've got to break down your day, and you've got to work down, write down the top ten things that you do in your day according to your time that you that you spend on it. And I think that's where. The realization of a disconnect or an incongruency with your value systems actually becomes apparent, and and Dr. John Demartini talks about this all the time in terms of ordering your values. And what happens at, at this point is that you, you get quite a quite a big shock about all the time that you're spending 
on things that are superfluous to your value system, that is your conscious value system, what you would love and desire, what's most in your heart, all those sorts of things, your conscious values are the the ones that often get left behind um, by the things that you're doing unconsciously or subconsciously. And so you you get this quandary, this um, confusion thinking, oh my gosh, what the heck's going on? I really thought that what I was doing was acting congruently, but in actual fact, you weren't. So you want to try and reorder your values. Now, in order to reorder your values, you've got to change your whole life around. And I think, you know, we've definitely got space tonight to talk about, you know, part of the process of doing that. But uh, for me, in turning, in, in facing my values in the face, it was uh, it was actually writing a list of those values down first to work out what am I what do I really truly believe that I want to have what's the closest to me and then what am I actually doing and then the next big realization and John Demartini smacks you in the face with this one he says well it's really the top 5 maybe at the at the at the outset um top 7 but really hand on heart the top three of the things that you spend most of your time on are actually your highest priorities and your highest values. Mm, it's so true. It's gut-wrenching when you actually discover that too as well, that mm. um, your, your time that you actually spend is actually not on what you thought your highest values were. And that's the, the biggest, um, I think that's the biggest discovery you actually have. But it is very gut-wrenching and it punch you in your head, punch you in the nut, I guess the guts, I guess is probably the best word. <laughs> <laughs> Almost said that wrong tonight. <laughs> Got family listeners. <laughs> it's, it's, it's PG, man. It's PG. It's Maybe PG. it's even G. <laughs> sort of stuff. Who, but, who, punches, who punches their cashews idiot? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but it, it, it does. It, it just really enlightens you because you start to realize that, man, that you... You know the time that you actually spent is 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 absolutely um is so true about how how where and where we're going to spend our time on and most importantly it's just like I love Demartini's um uh, example of going to a mall, you know the highest values of a of a man and a woman go to a mall a husband and wife typically you know the men is usually going to go to like a magazine store or the technology store and what kind of magazines they're going to go after they're going to usually go after the money success magazines or business magazines right and where the woman is usually going to go to the clothing store for the kids or toys for the kids and so it's sort of like those are the values that dictate sort of our drivers um of what we spent our our, our life on and our decision making on i just thought it's sort of a, a easy example to kind of figure out what your values are but before we can change the order of values you actually have to know what the order of your current value system is that's right yeah that's right and and i think you know when you start looking at your values you've, you've got to remember you know the big one there which is yourself you know, the, the, one of the most important things you can have on your value list is yourself, you know, is, is how much you actually are valuing yourself, how much you're loving yourself, how much you're really looking after yourself and doing what you think is right and, and following your own heart and following your own dreams. And, uh, and I think that's, that's one that's often overlooked when we start looking at our values. You know, we can tend to look at all the external things and we can tend to look at careers and finances and money and, and all those external things, but forget that you know, we need to get you need to get yourself. I think right at the top of that list. I mean, that may be different for other people, but but certainly I've realised that you know if I don't look after myself first, then then I can't look after the other people that I love, and I can't um, you know I can't be true to myself and true to my values if I'm not you know if I'm doing it for other people. I need to actually you know put myself at the top of that list. I don't know about you guys. How do you guys feel about that? I love that, Bretto. I think it's great. I think it is really important to look after yourself and I think that that's getting really specific with your values. So if you're breaking it down into individual components to go, you know, um, myself, 
then mm. I think there's a whole lot of other things around yourself that would shine out to be your value. So I think if I yeah. was to look outwardly at you or look inwardly at you, looking out at me, <laughs> I would I would say... <laughs> I was so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost at you. <laughs> I'm feeling very introspect tonight. I, I, I feel that... If I was to look at you, in fact, I I am virtually looking at you right now. I would say that health is a number one value for you. Mm. Now, if you're being true to yourself, um, then health being a, a high value on your list, um, look, it might be a number two. But I think that in saying that you are the number one value, it kind of almost it takes away um, all of the other things that actually make you. And so you are a, you are made up of a whole bunch of different values um, of which your behavior uh, dictates what your highest values are. So health, fitness, um, they're the two things that I would say, you know, the, the kind of encompass your, you know, you, I suppose. And then I know that there's other things like family um, and work and your job and security and, it, uh, wellness guys and wellness couch and all those sorts of things that you know you would list all there. But I think that if you put yourself up the top, then you actually make yourself another um, unit of of something else that might get revalued. But I think that all of these values actually make up who you are. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's almost superfluous to put you in that value set when really it's health which affects you. It's your family, which affects you. It's your job, which affects you, all of those sorts of things. So I would say that whilst it's really important to value yourself, I think that it's more important to construct around who you are, what your values really uh, identify you as. So you are a wellness expert. You are a chiropractor. You're a, a, a father. You know, these are the things that I would say that um, that would define Brett Hill. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. I do totally agree with that too. I think, you know, your values are you, you know, the values are the, yeah. the, the drivers of, of you as, you know, quote unquote you. And I think if you see yourself that you want to change or, you know, anybody who's listening who want to change, you know, the you, a part of you that you're not happy with, then is about reordering those values and just prioritizing those values in, in the order that you want it to have to happen so that you can actually start dedicating your time in those correct you know, correct value system. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think for me, the reason that I that I had to for me put me at the top is because I hadn't actually been living to my values. Like, as in, I, I'd actually been allowing external influences to to sort of push in on that more than I should be. And so, I, so I kind of felt like I and and I completely get it because I kind of had this discussion with myself as I was sitting down and trying to write them out. It was you know that how do you differentiate me with everything else that's on the list? Uh, but I still felt like for me, I had to put that me at the top so that I was making sure that I was actually really focusing on what I think and on what my values are and and not allowing external influences, external voices to actually impact on how I was creating the rest of the list. Does that make sense? Hmm, yeah, a lot of times for most of us, like I said, is that, you know, the external aspect have actually controlled our value list. Mm. and have some influence on our value list. So a lot of things, like for most, for example, like, I mean, let's face it, like our kids, like our young kids, we all have young kids, um, their value system is being shaped by us right now. You know, especially, you know, especially for Brett and I, because our kids are like five and under, you know, with your, you know, Damo, your uh, Jack is, you know, a little yeah, older. The damage so... has been done with Jack. That's what you <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> You have no chance. 
but no, his his influence is, is has changed now because his world, his influence world, is no longer you per se and Amber, but they're actually got friends, right? It, I mean, he's in the teenage years, so his biggest influence is no longer his teachers, uh, which was would have been through his, I guess, elementary school years. Um, which the next primary phase, school, primary sorry, primary primary school. Hey, we're international now, Mike. So, um, and then when you get the teenagers, is influenced by friends, you know. So there there's a bigger scope there, and and unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, it's just the way it is. Is that those those um, I guess society or different parts of the world society actually will shape those value system, and as we grow and and all of us are shaped that way, you know, through those those pathway. But the thing is that most of us are unconscious to it, and that's the problem. That's a great point. Great point. The whole unconsciousness, I think, is the key point there. So I wonder what you know with the listeners right now. I wonder whether or not you might actually consider like writing down a list of the things that uh, that you feel shape you. You know. And what's also interesting is to get someone else who you're very close to to actually write down what they think your values are because that can often be a slap in the face Um, or not a slap in the face but more of a wake-up call as to the way in which you're portraying yourself. So, um, And you can actually then see whether or not your words are your actions. I think that's really important. So if – and look, I'll I'll do a quick analysis on, on LT. Um, I know Lawrence's times and what he spends his time on, and I would I could quite easily say, uh, without a doubt, that Lawrence's number one value, number one priority, the thing that makes him ache and hurt the most, is time with his family. So that's his number one value. He, he's set up his businesses, he set up his structure, he set up his life so that he can spend more time with his family. And there's many men in this world that would love to set up their life similarly to the way in which Lawrence has because he's done it so well. And I admire Lawrence for the way he's done that. The next thing that you see with Lawrence is that he set up um, various businesses to allow him to spend time. So not only does he want to um, spend time with his family, he's also set up um, excellent amounts of time to uh, make appropriate amounts of finance and resource to be able to establish a lifestyle for himself. Then he's got fitness that's also in there um, and, of course, wellness, which is all part of that. Um, and then I suppose there's you know there's supplementary family. But what's interesting about Lawrence is he, it's a very ordered environment um, into which he lives. Um, and you can see that when you look at his desk, it's very very ordered. Uh, you look at his bookshelf, um, everything's still in its wrapper um, or it's being rewrapped. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, so I don't know about it, that. It's it's so tidy. But the point being is that Lawrence doesn't spend doing it. Spend a lot of time doing things that don't really matter to him. He spends a lot of time doing only the things that really matter to him. And he hasn't got that, he's not spread too thin doing a number of different things. He's actually very, very targeted, very, very focused because I think he's very clear on your vision and your uh, and, and your values. I think that would be true to say, wouldn't you say, LT? I would say 80% of that was true. I don't know about being having a clean desk and, and uh, my assistants would uh, definitely disagree with that. Uh, um, I was just, I was pumping it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for pumping me up. That uh, My assistant is rolling on it, you know, just rolling her eyes right now and saying, yeah, because because I clean it. Um, <laughs> oh, but, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Family is definitely one of my, my top priorities and, and something that I, I strive uh, my whole life around to ensure that I spend as much time as possible. But there's also that, that part of me that I really strive for growth and contribution. Um, so one of the things that I do, every business that I have ever gone into or any um, anything that I do is all about tr- 
trying to grow, not for only for myself, but for the people, for my clients, and for everybody around me. Um, it's about giving back and also trying to grow the community, whether it be growing the clients or helping my coaching clients or my patients. It's all about growth for me. And, um, you know, funnily enough, you know, as being part of the wellness guys, and even though I'm in the health profession, health in terms of health, I guess, quote unquote, health and wellness is actually not my top priority. Um, it's not my number one because we actually have to value our systems. We can't be, you know, because when we when you start doing your value system, what you end up wanting to do is like, yeah, but they're all important to me. Yeah, I know they're all important, but they have to rank one, two and three. Know, four or five there has to be some ranking because that's how you make decisions and so uh, i'm i'm you know right now i'm here on a podcast recording and saying that health is definitely not my top priority because it wouldn't be because i i know i would do anything um you know that would push through my health to make sure my family um is, is safe and, and sound um and uh, for me i have pushed my health to the limit to ensure that there's growth and success in my business but also in my in my clients and um you know flying red eyes or doing whatever um because otherwise i would have said nope no more red eyes flights for me it's only you know daytime flights and all that stuff and i have to go with my schedule that doesn't work for me for me it's about growth and contribution for those people is more important than my health and not to say health is not important it's still a top priority but exercise for example you know we recently did a um a podcast on you know how to you know get as much exercise as possible in 10 minutes right so we only talk about those things is because it's not the the top top priority top priority for me um it is sort of ranked around the three or four for myself and so you you know you definitely have a good analysis of me thanks Damo. yeah that's not bad is it pretty accurate the key thing there is that it's good to identify that and health doesn't have to be your number one priority to achieve health lt is very healthy but you don't it doesn't have to be your number one thing that you do it's just that it forms part of your upper um, management system of your, you know, the, it's the top tiers of your value system, and I think that's the key thing because it's the top ones that really value that really, that really matter. I will say this though: it's that it's really important to for everybody listening to this that there is no right or wrong to this, right? There is no, there's no one value list better than another because it's who you, it's who, it's it's basically everybody's different and everybody has a different value system. We can't all be the same. You know, so don't take my list and, and put that as your list because that you know you got to function of how you want to live your life. And I know Damien doesn't have the same list as me. And Brett doesn't have the same list as me. We just function the way we, and that's what makes you know us special in each in, in individually because we have so many different values and we're ranked in different orders, and that's what makes us who we are. The other thing that I think is really important. I'm not sure if Brett's still there. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> still here. I'm still here. But I think that's uh, it's really important to uh, to consider that you can't copy someone else's values. No, you so, can't. I know that LT just said that. You know, yeah. my, our values are very different. LT, well, actually, they're not. They're not very different. But uh, <laughs> oh, you're uh, like a brother from a different mother. Well, see, here's, here's the thing, right? I photocopied your values, but they didn't work for me. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought, oh yeah, how cool is that? LT's got still the trying life. to cheat on the exams, oh, don't I? <laughs> still, still trying to cheat on the exams. <laughs> oh no, not still trying to. It's just, uh, but uh, it's the, my point being is that they've got to be your own. You've got to own them. Um, you can't just copy somebody else's because it's not authentic, and you can't be, you can't thrive in this world being um, non-authentic. Very yeah, I tried that. You know, I tried copying other people's values, just you know, just like you have, um, and it it doesn't work. It's really hard um, when you actually start to live other people's value and going like, man, how did he do it? You know, what are they doing? And it's because it's incongruent to yourself. It's incongruent to your own values, your own belief system, your own experience and how you want to live your life. So I think it's better just to 
figure out what you want in life and then go ahead and go and create that for yourself. And, and that's definitely been my experience, Lawrence, over the last couple of weeks. Like I said, cause, because I've really delved in and had a look at my values. And, and like I said, I, I think I was trying to live other people's values. I was trying to you know live up to other people's expectations. And what I found was when I actually really sat down and figured out what my values were and started living more congruently with those, it was like there was just this massive pressure lifted off my shoulders. Like there was this massive weight lifted off where it was like, okay, I, I don't have to do that. I, I don't have to care what they think. I don't have to care about their opinion of you know what I'm doing. I can actually just be and 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 do what I want to do. And and you know one of those things was realizing that you know I did want to just spend more time with my family and 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 have just been loving just having a couple of afternoons and just you know, going for a walk with the kids and playing in the park and just doing those really basic things, which which I've always done, but just investing more time and more really quality time where I was 100% present in doing that. And I've just been loving it. Like, just felt so good about it. And like I said, just it, it's permeated into every other aspect of my life where I have literally felt a weight lift, where I haven't had that pressure to do something that I thought I should have been doing and rather just saying, well, what do I actually want to do right now? Mm. Yeah. Conversation left. <laughs> so, Damien, um, what are some? Of the, how has values um, helped you in your life in terms of guiding you in your direction and your path and your career? What's uh, here's something. Your values will always change. You know, they'll always alter, and uh, and th- this is okay to be with as well. So, at various stages in your life, your values will will change based on your circumstance or based on um, whether or not you're surviving or thriving, uh, whether or not you've got other ducks in a row, all that sort of. Your values will always shift and, and ebb and flow, and, I, and the realization of that I think is really important because if you stick steadfast to values that you can't get to work, then you'll always be disappointed and working against the tide and against the flow. You've kind of got to go with the flow with your life, unless you're going to shift your whole life around to be living a particularly ordered lifestyle with no kind of um, movement either side. So your values, whilst it may appear that they need to be kind of set in stone, I've found it easiest and best in my life to achieve the things that I've achieved to be somewhat fluid with my values. Um, I reaffirm my values on a daily basis um, in my actions, certainly with my family. Uh, My family are definitely in my top five. Um, the amount of time that I spend with my family definitely doesn't warrant that they be number one, um, which really sucks because I, I would love to spend a load more time with my family. And I suppose that's where I've looked in at your uh, values, LT, and gone, well, I want to do what LT is doing. Um, as part of my wellness journey, I think my family keep me well. And so where I get the opportunity these days to take more time to spend with my family, I do. I'm also setting up a number of different things in my life that uh, will enable me to, to spend more time with my family in the future. But as a consequence or a cost to that, I actually don't spend as much time with my family right now as I would love to. And so I might be missing out some bits and pieces. But that's fluid. You know, that's really fluid. And so if, for example, you know, something changed, I know that I can shift my values very, very quickly. And I've I've learned the methods to actually shift your values and move your values up and down the ladder of hierarchy. And uh, and, and I know how to do that. And I, I do it, you know, effectively. But it's knowing what your values are, writing your values down, keeping that all in alignment with your your goals, your hundred goals that you set every single year, uh, so that you you know you're achieving everything according to your value set when you wrote those goals. I think it's really important when you talk about it, flu- you know, being fluid and actually being adaptable. Because when you're not adaptable, that's the problem. When you're not yeah. adaptable, when you're just 
like stuck on a way of thinking, that's yep. when you lose. You have that's to it. be constantly changing and constantly adapting to the world. And those hierarchy has to change. Yeah, for you, like for one week, I mean, our values are going to change from one week to another. Like, for example, as we head to the wellness summit, our values are going to have to shift, right? Yeah. Yep. Family's going to have to come not on top priority at the moment. Not like it's going to have to shift right. down, right? Because yeah. I'm flying out without my family going away, and I'm going to have to meet with clients and go and present and you know do all stuff. So family's going to have to drop down in values. And it's really important that we know, but it's still going to be in the top tier, right? In the yeah. top tier group. And it's just got to be moving up and down all the time. So adaptability is absolutely crucial here. And I think that, you know, that's a really, really good point. But like I said, going back to the first main point that we mentioned is that you need to first understand and know your values, right? Yes. If you don't know your values and you don't understand your values and you don't, and you, you know, it's not conscious, then you can't actually be fluid with it. And so you, I mean, let's think about it. I mean, a 16 year old value system is going to be completely different than a 30 year old, right? So, you know, so sometimes, it's, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of some of my friends in New Zealand, like Ben and Harley. Oh, when you name them, are you? And I think it's, I think it's really important to really analyze, and I'm probably repeating myself a little bit here, but really analyze where those values have come from, like to sort of look at it and think, okay, so I've got that as my value. Like, where does that come from? Was, did that really come from me or has that come from, you know, external sources? Is that, you know, is that a value that I've picked up from somewhere else? And what do I really think about that? Like, do I really, you know, is that really me? Is that really my value? Or, or is that perhaps, you know, something I've picked up along the way that, that isn't 100% me? And I think that's a really useful ask, you know, useful question to ask yourself, I reckon. Yeah, I think one of the best um, things to think about, we'll leave this as a, as a, a parting thought. Uh, I remember Mark Postle, um talked about who you guys know, and, and, and I remember talking about this a, a long time ago, and he said that, you know, one of the things that shape um, our values and actually how we create values is actually from something that we felt we lacked in when we were kids. And it's something to think about and something to ponder over, you know, like when we're sort of younger age um, and, and that's something that you felt that you lacked in and that's what you strive for. And um, it's um, it's a food for thought as uh, as we part this podcast into the uh, uh, thought process of creating your own values and shifting them. So I hope you got, you know, sensational value from this. And for those of you who uh, came to the Wellness Summit, I'm sure you had a fabulous time. And uh, how good was Damien, hey, really? And how good was Brett? They were awesome. Rock stars from there. I knew you. Were, I knew you could see the future, man. I, 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 I could. I, I, uh, I am. Uh, pretty, I have your crystal ball right in front of me right now. <laughs> so, uh, guys, make sure you go to uh, thewellnesscouch.com and love to obviously uh, hear your feedback on this particular podcast and tell us your top three values. We'll love to hear them on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com/slash/thewellnessguys. Like that page if you haven't liked it, and uh, go to iTunes and subscribe and make sure you comment uh, and leave us a five star rating because that's what DK likes. So, until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Hi, Damien Christoph from The Wellness Guys here. Are you craving some downtime? Want to do it in luxury? Want to do it with The Wellness Guys and Up For The Chat Girls? Well, if you answered yes, yes and yes, then we'd love to have you as our guest at the Western Resort and Spa in Fiji for our first ever BFO wellness retreat in September. Experience two nights and three days of immersion on your body, mind and soul. LT and Karen Smith will help you overcome any limiting beliefs and help you install or maintain your champion mindset. You'll work with Brett and Kim on creating movement patterns and self-care rituals to keep you at your best and with 
Cindy O'Meara and myself will teach you how to eat and live and not to live to eat in a step-by-step program. For more information or to book your spot, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com and click on shop. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.